You guys know that I've joined the Motivated CEO podcast to the podcast Her Network. It's really been a game changer for the fast track to growing this podcast. And I am so excited to tell you that they are opening their doors right now for you to come and join too. If you want to learn more, join the founder, Joanne Bolt, and myself at the upcoming live masterclass, Three-Step Visibility Engine, by registering at podcasther.com forward slash masterclass. Are you ready to take your business to the next level and make the money you want so that you can create the impact you desire? Then you're in the right place. It's possible to run a successful business built around your life. Get ready for a little bit of tough love and a whole lot of strategy to grow your business without sacrificing your sanity. If you're ready to get out of your own way and step into the role of CEO, then let's go. I'm Amy Tra, and this is the Motivated CEO Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated CEO Podcast. Today's episode is going to be one that you will want to take your notebooks out for because we are talking about mapping out five key areas to really help you be at your peak mind and body. Because if those are not in check, everything in your business is going to feel even harder. So super excited to dive into this topic today with our guest, Jessica. Jessica, welcome into the podcast. Yes, thank you for having me. I am so excited to be here, Amy. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for this conversation. This is like one of my favorite things to talk about is like planning and mapping and like all those systems and processes just as like my love language. And I always love hearing other entrepreneurs take on it. So before we dive in, tell us all about yourself, who you are, what you do and who you serve. Yes, thank you. So my name is Jessica. I am your resident Southern Belle. So I live down in Georgia. So if y'all, if y'all hear that Southern twang come out, that's why uh, I am a mom of two. I have two kiddos in elementary school, um, married my high school sweetheart, and I am a corporate dropout. I used to be in advertising sales and fast forward many years, I am a health and fitness accountability coach. So I really, really love helping women to create and maintain habits that are realistic, habits that make sense to them and that really help them you know, feel better and do better in their lives, in their business, in their careers. And I do that through my membership, through my podcast, through coaching, things like that. And I am a total nerd and I geek out on all things planning also. So I am stoked to chat about this. Oh, I love that. Yes. Like let's geek out on this topic. So let's dive in. What are those five key areas that you map out each week? Yeah. So I love a good rhyme. That's why I said strive to five, because I think five to thrive is taken. So I'm like, I like strive for five. Yes. <laughs> and I let me so. not copyright and infringe anybody while I'm at it. Uh, but I really started thinking like, you know, running my own business, being a mom, trying to, you know, live a healthy life to where I feel good. Like if I don't take the time to plan out things during my week, like it, everything goes haywire, right? I don't make really great decisions. I feel super overwhelmed. I do struggle with anxiety. So that is heightened a lot more when I'm not just prepping myself. So I have found that these things really, really help me not only in business, but in my physical body and my personal life with my kids and everything else, because, and I don't really 
I don't want you to listen to this episode and think like, well, I have to do all of these things perfectly. And we have to do it all this way because let's be honest, Amy, there are some weeks where I don't get my planning in and that's okay. We're heading into the, you know, when we're recording this, we're heading into the holiday season. So like, I want to give you the grace that maybe, you know, the permission slip that you didn't know you needed that don't feel like you have to go all in on this. Don't feel like it has to be all or nothing or take the nuggets that work for you and leave the rest. Um, but let's go ahead and dive in. So there's really five things I do on a weekend, five areas of my life that I really just like to map out. The first thing I do before I do any of these is a quick calendar sync with my husband. So anybody who's in the house with you, I do that before we get to meal planning, before I get to what does my calendar look like? Because we've got to be on the same page. You know, I have two kiddos. If some one has gymnastics at this time, one has soccer at this time, who has Grinch day, who has elf day, who's making lunches. So we take five minutes and just do a quick sync. So there is no, well, or we try and limit the, oh crap, who's picking up the kids today <laughs> scenario. So that is first and foremost, what we do is a quick little calendar sync. And I can tell you the weeks that we don't do it, it just feels like, what do you do? Where, where are you? What are you doing? What's going on? Like what's happening? So that is like my grounding. Number one thing is to do the calendar sync. And then once I have my calendar sync, I move into my meal planning and don't get triggered when I say meal planning, because this doesn't mean that we're spending seven hours in the kitchen on a Sunday making 47 Pyrex dishes. This just simply means I am making a menu. I am looking at what we have for the week and I am seeing where can I fill in the gaps. I am thinking ahead because I don't know about you. I make a lot of decisions in a day and decision fatigue is so real, especially with women, especially with business owners. If you're a busy CEO, you're making tons of decisions. So if I can pick one or two lunches that I'm going to focus on for the week, that decision is already made. If I know chili is on Monday night, my chili is in the crock pot right now. That is a decision that I have already made. So meal planning is a huge sanity saver for me. That's one of those non-negotiables is the meal planning. Um, so much so that I've even created an entire like planner around helping you with your meal planning and things like that. So the meals is the second piece of the puzzle that I like to plan out each week. So once I've got my meals mapped in there, I add in my movement. So what kinds of workouts am I going to be doing this week? How am I feeling this week? Am I drained? Am I maybe on my period this week? Am I coming off of being sick or injured? Like I kind of assess how I'm feeling. And then that lets me kind of plan out. Is it going to be, you know, a hard workout week? Where are my lifting days going to be? Is it going to be a walking day? Because I really believe if you don't put in these gym sessions or walking sessions or whatever, just like you would a meeting, like Amy and I had on our calendar, then it might not happen. And the more intentional that I can be and the more intentional that I teach these, my clients how to be, the more these things are actually gonna be able to happen for you. So my movement is super important to me. So I'll write out, even if I do the same thing every single week, even if my workout is the same, I'm gonna write it out because the intention of writing it is so, so powerful. It's like calling your shot out in the universe, right? So we've got three things down. We've got two more to go. So the fourth thing that I will plan out and you'll, you'll maybe resonate with this are the needle movers in my business. I get so overwhelmed sometimes in business, right? Where we're like, there are so many things to do. And I, and I, I love to be busy. 
you know, I love to be busy, but I'm like, okay, what are the three to four things that are really going to move the needle? What really has to, like, if nothing else happens, the house burns down, everyone's sick, you know, like if nothing else happens, but if these few things happen, then I can feel successful. More things happen. Fantastic. But if just these things happen, then that is a success for me. So I'll write down my needle movers and kind of map those out for the week. And then the last thing is the fun part. I'll try and plan in a family fun activity, right? It could be something so small or it could be something, you know, more big that we had to try out to go to the zoo for the day or go to here for the day. Or it could just be to have a movie night on Friday night and invite one of the neighbors over. But I try and intentionally plan at least one thing that we can do as a family that is something fun that we can look forward to because that's why that's why we're in business. That's why we're living. So we can have fun and spend this time with our family and our loved ones. So I always try and be intentional about putting that on my calendar and mapping it out. But those are the five things. That's, that's my strive for five right there. Oh my gosh. I love that. And there's so much to unpack within this. So I'd love to kind of like back up and let's go back to that calendar sync. And I mean, that right there is something that's so simple, yet if we don't take the time to do it, can really put an additional burden on us. Because you're absolutely right, communication with your spouse, with your significant other, whoever that may be, maybe it's even like someone that's helping you with the kids, whoever's on your team, having that communication will save your sanity. And there's so many different like tech tools out there to be able to sync those calendars. But I swear, especially this time of year, you're right. It's like these theme days are ridiculous for the kids. And it's like, okay, which kid has which thing on which day? And, you know, if you forget, like heaven forbid, like it is a category three meltdown in my house. So I love that you're making communication and like syncing your schedules priority because it really does save a ton of guesswork because I don't know about you, but I can't read minds. Like if my husband doesn't put it on the calendar, I don't know that he has a work function coming up. I don't know that, you know, he told them he would go in late or stay late or go in early. And that communication is so, so key. Definitely. And also it's an opportunity to help your spouse or your partner help take off some of the mental load, right? Like we talk about the mental load of motherhood or the mental load of, of running a business. But like, if you don't tell your partner what you need, they have no clue. Right. So it's not their fault. So this is an effort to say, all right, if, if we have two birthday parties coming up, like I'll get the gifts. If you could do the drop-offs, it's, it's a way to alleviate some of that and honestly share responsibility because it's a, it's not a 50, 50, it's a hundred, hundred in my house. Like yeah. we're equal. We're in this together. Right. And as, as moms, especially we tend to take on that, like martyrdom complex, you know, we think that just yeah. because we can, that we should, but Honestly, I feel like asking for help is one of the highest forms of self-care that you can have because we can't do it all. Yes, you can, but you can't do it all well without feeling completely burnt out. So I love that 100%, 100% because it's a team, you know, and that's something even like with our family, we've got a family plan. We just, we don't even just have a business plan. We've planned our family that same way. Like what is our mission, vision, values? All of those things. So we're on the same page. So absolutely love that. Now, the next thing you talked about was meal planning. And I could not agree more because 
dinner time is stressful, especially if you do have kids that are in different activities. Like they get home, you're trying to get the homework done. You're trying to make sure they have all their stuff that they need. And then, oh yeah, I have to eat at some point too, right? Like, what are we going to do for dinner? And yes, that can be the most stressful decision ever after you've made umpteen decisions in your business all day long. And now you're trying to figure out, okay, what, what do these hungry little humans want to eat? I haven't eaten. I'm hungry too. So I'm hangry. They're hangry. Everybody's hangry at each other. And I even just keep like a list of like meals that, okay, I have this stuff for. Like, so each week when I go to the grocery store, I make out a list of like, okay, here are seven different things we can have this week. What's going to happen? What day? I just pencil it in and then I don't have to think about it. That decision is made for me. Yes. I love that. Any way you can do meal planning that works for you. There is no one right way. It's just the act of thinking about it ahead of time. And and people get often like really, really, you know, maybe overwhelmed at the thought of, you know, maybe I have to do three meals a day and 10, seven days a week. It's like, let's just start small. I'm a big proponent of baby steps of starting small. So if that feels like too much for you, why don't you just plan three dinners this week? Yeah. I love that. That is it. You know, or what meal is the stickiest part for you? If you're like, I'm in Zoom calls back to back to back to back. If I could have lunch already figured out, like that would be brilliant. Like whatever meal is the hardest for you, start there and start small and feel that win for a few weeks. And then you can layer on on top of that. I'm interrupting this episode to share a free online networking opportunity for female entrepreneurs. Join me for Coffee Talk every Monday at 1230 Eastern Standard Time and connect with like-minded entrepreneurs leveling up and stepping into the role of the CEO of their business. Details can be found in the show notes. I would love to see you there. Love that because yeah, starting small, it doesn't have to be this this huge monumental task. Like Jessica said, start small, start with just one meal. And then, okay, when you feel like you're crushing that, add on that next one, that next one. Do what feels best for you. Because anytime you have a habit change, you know, not planning your meals is a habit. So when you're telling yourself, okay, I want to do this, it can feel like a lot at first, but break it up into those bite-sized pieces. I love that piece of advice. And then your next one was movement. And one of the things you said, like, how am I feeling this week? And I think that is so important that as business owners, we are checking in with ourselves because when we're putting ourselves at the bottom of the list and neglecting ourselves, gosh, it just makes everything else that much harder in our businesses because we aren't feeling good. It causes more anxiety. It causes more stress. I mean, there's so much research out there that shows the benefits of movement on our overall stress levels. Absolutely. And that's something that really, if I'm going to be honest, I haven't done until very recently, probably in the last year was where I used to just have this, like, I'm going to push through and do the hard lift anyways. I'm going to push through and do the heavy hit class anyways. I don't care how I feel you know, whatever. But the more I'm listening to my body and the more I'm learning about my body, I do need to check in with her and see what's up and discerning the difference between, am I being lazy or am I listening to my body? Right. And still getting in some kind of movement, whether it's just on my walking pad under my desk or whether it's a, you know, walk with the dog or with the kids or, or a hard hit workout. There's no shame in 
listening to your body and slowing down when you need to, but it's, it's a, it's a game changer when you actually do that though. Yeah. You know, and same thing in business, you know, we get to choose our own rules. We make the rules as the CEO of our business. So the same thing with your body, like check in with yourself. And I love too, how you said, you know what, I'm actually writing it down. I'm actually putting it on my schedule because if it's not on my schedule, I'm the same way. It's not going to happen. I can find 20,000 other things to do to fill that time. But if I have it scheduled, just like you said, like you and I have this Zoom call scheduled, I will make it happen. Because again, that eliminates the decision fatigue. It's already taken that decision away from me. Okay, I have my schedule. I'm going off my schedule and I'm listening to what I need because I'm in control and I call the shots. So if it's one of those days that I just need to do something a little bit lighter and do some stretching to just kind of refresh and recharge, I can do that because we get to choose. We get to choose how we show up, but it's so important that we check in with ourselves. Yeah, definitely. I mean, one of my mentors told me, you know, in terms of movement, if you're thinking about your movement as optional, if you're a CEO, you're missing a huge piece of the puzzle right there. Like, if you can think about your movement as a part of your business to-do list versus like a, oh, well, maybe this is like a nice to have, like the better I feel, the more money I'll make, the better I'll feel, the better my business runs. Like if you can really flip that switch as a business owner, that can be one of the biggest gifts you'll ever give yourself. Oh, I could not agree more. And you know, you look at a lot of these high performers and their habits, movement's always incorporated into it. So yeah. study those that are ahead of you and see what are they integrating into their daily routines. 99% of the time, you're going to see movement. It is that important that you be physically at your best so that you can be mentally then ready to show up as your best self. So mm -hmm. good. Yeah. And then you got into those needle movers, which I am a huge, huge advocate. Like I have my three daily non-negotiables because let's face it, life happens. Life gets busy. It will throw you curveballs. You can have the best plan, but sometimes things go sideways. How many daily like needle moving activities do you have? You may have alluded to this and I may have missed it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I didn't actually didn't. I was going to ask you, what are yours? So yes. I don't know if I call them daily, but at least weekly. So it is create. So creating mm -hmm. content in the form of my love letters or my emails that I send to my um, email list, creating content that I'm posting on Instagram and creating content that's coming out through the podcast. So creation is one. And then two would be checking in with, you know, my current community. So whether it's a one-on-one -on -one client or whether it's someone in the membership, um, just checking in with them throughout the week is definitely on there. And then the third non-negotiable for the week is some kind of networking or something like that, whether it's like me reaching out to somebody about a collaboration, me reaching out to you and being like, Hey, we should do a podcast swap, but some kind of networking to kind of get a pull and that, like, everything doesn't have to rely on social media. Let me rely on my network and my group that I know to help grow my visibility in my business not just social media. So those are kind of some of mine, but I'd love to hear yours though. Yeah, no, mine are actually very similar, which is interesting because we have two very different businesses, but we are the CEOs of our business. So for me, 
Absolutely. Growing my network is a weekly non-negotiable. I try and get in at least two to three different networking opportunities every single week in order to seek collaboration opportunities. It's not about fishing for clients. It's not about selling. It's okay, who can I collaborate with? Who can I link arms with and make something really cool happen? And then outbound lead generation, which looks like content creation. It's engaging with my email list. It's creating podcast episodes. It's putting something of value out there and then positioning it in front of my ideal clients. And then my last one, like you said, are relationships. I nurture. I nurture the people that are already in my world. I'm checking in with those that have already opted into me. Because if we're not taking time to serve those that are already at the party that have already said, hey, yeah, I'm interested in what you do, we're missing an entire group of people that are already warm leads in our world. So I think that is one of the most underutilized tactics as a business owner that we're forgetting to serve the people that are already there. We're so stuck on chasing shiny objects and wanting more, more, more. When if we could just shift that lens a little bit and serve those that have already opted in into our world, gosh, business is a whole lot easier. So super similar and we do completely different things. So I love that. (laughs) And then your last one, have fun. Yes, yes, yes. Because I don't know about you. I didn't quit my nine to five to work 24 seven. And we need to remember that as business owners, we get to make the rules for our business. So that means having fun putting boundaries into place and then having fun, remembering to live life. Yes, there are going to be times when life gets crazy and chaotic. We're in launch. We've got to work a little bit more, but we've got to remember to put that white space in our calendars because if we're constantly working, we're going to get burnt out. And that's not what we began our businesses for, right? Like, and then I, I always like to think like, what am I modeling then for my kids? Like, what is that showing them? If I'm always yeah. hustling and burnt out, they're going to start to view me as like, okay, well, that's what I have to do to be successful. And no, that's not what I want, but it's like counterintuitive. But I found that like creating more white space on my calendar actually makes me more productive in the hours that I do a lot myself yes. to work. Do you? Oh, that's so true. If you give me a whole day, where I have nothing on my calendar, I'm going to waste so much time. But yep. if I only have two hours, you better believe those are going to be the brown noise on. Everything is yeah. on silent. And like, I mean, I will like a little hamster on a wheel. Like I will bang out some content. Absolutely. It's so true. Yes. Oh my gosh. So funny. <laughs> Jessica, these five takeaways are phenomenal where can we get into your world? How can we learn all of the things about you? What do you have coming up? Tell us more. Well, thank you. I so appreciate that. Well, there's only so much I can share with you guys in like a quick 20 minutes, but um, I have a freebie I would love to share with you guys. And that's the best place to start. If you want to lean into more about how to meal plan, it's called how to meal plan in 20 minutes or less plan out a whole week of meals. So if you love podcasting, it's a private podcast. So I would say that is the best place to connect with me is through that freebie opt-in. And then aside from that, come hang out on Instagram. You know, that's where we can get to know each other. My handle is just at the fit life with Jessica. And that's where we talk about all things, meal planning, movement, realistic, fun, you know, healthy habit building over there. Um, but yeah, those are the two best places to 
connect with me and see what's happening and what's coming up. I love it. Yes, definitely get into her world and download that. I love when there's those, those audio, those podcast freebies, because those literally you can listen no matter where you are. So if you're waiting for your kids, if you're waiting to go into an appointment while you're on the go, pop those earbuds in and listen for different strategies of how to make life easier as the CEO, really taking charge of your life will free up so much of that mental space. Automate your life too, not just your business. For real, yes. Yes, yes, it really does help. Jessica, thank you so much for pouring into our listeners today, for just being absolutely amazing. I appreciate you. Oh, thank you, Amy, I loved it. And until next time, embody your inner CEO. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 